0: Thank you. I would prefer to, I may, uh, speak without the microphone. Uh, If it's a little difficult for you to hear, then clearly I'll use the microphone. But so, can those people who are at the back of the hall here hear okay? Yes, that's good. good. Since arriving here in uh, uh, Australia, just over. About nine or ten days uh, ago, I've had the opportunity to listen to a variety of uh, voices, to hear uh, the deep concerns that many uh, of you have, and also to check online um, uh, the current situation. And the information that I'm receiving, and you will have received uh, online as well, that it would appear that uh, in New South uh, Wales that somewhere in the region of one and a half million acres of land uh, has been lost to fire. Roughly, roughly speaking I believe that is around 6,000 square kilometres. I I live in the county of Devon in the west country of England and that is the size of our county. So I have a little sense of the (coughs) enormous magnitude and the scale just in this particular state. I have been told that the smoke, which has stretched so far, has even been picked up in, uh, in New Zealand. During our retreat, which just finished, just uh, 10 minutes away from here in the uh, Bodhi tree uh, monastery uh, there, when the dew came, and some of those people who were camping, as they touched the morning dew, which was rare in the mornings, there on their tents, they could feel the ashes, uh, which are there. I've read too that the environmental scientists say that on the east coast alone more than a thousand of one beloved species, the koala, has been lost during these fires. There is the death of human beings, 600 homes lost. This is a very serious emergency for this state, for the neighbouring states, and it is being reflected worldwide. What are we going to do? I would like to speak to you, if I may, just for a few moments on this uh, uh, issue. I believe there are three or four important and primary aspects to it. Each one of those sincerely needs to be addressed. And one aspect will not be enough. The first aspect is on the outer. And we are living in a situation of extraordinary vulnerability in which men, women, and children, creatures uh, on the, uh, uh, are subjected to the immensity and the gravity of changes on this earth, which include climate change, which include climate emergency. But it is, ju- we don't need, prefer not the air conditioner, We uh, have political yeah. reasons yeah, it's
1: for so it.
0: And if you have any difficulty in hearing, you you can get half the British Army up here. So uh, please come and uh, just sit uh, closer, and it's a little easier on the voice uh, with uh, with you. So we live in a situation. Just to repeat a little bit here, in which there are certainly, my view, three or four primary areas which thoughtful and caring women and men on the earth really need to address and look into. One of them is on the outer. And what I mean by that, what is the relationship of a person to the outer world in which the outer world is threatening the life of the planet? And what I mean by that, variety of political, social forms of behavior, institutional life, and especially consumerism (coughs) is having a grave impact on the welfare on the planet. We have to address this, we have to look at this, and you have to see what initiatives we can take. And I want to hear your voices, and I want to offer some if I may. The second aspect which needs to be talked about is our response to this. And what I have in mind here, having the privilege of listening to people, both here since arriving in Australia, and of course internationally, is that a very common voice, and it's a major voice, not a minor voice of the feelings expressed in different ways which include despair, which include hopelessness, which includes a certain fatalistic view, which include a sense of what can we do and though the contribution or the experiences of all of that cripples the uh, capacity of men and women to be creative and imaginative because the level of despair and the sense of hopelessness and anger is overwhelming. And what easily happens, uh, in this second aspect I want to speak to you about, is that as we listen, as we watch our television, as we read what is in the media and in the conversations that we have, we do not realise that we are sowing the seeds of our own death and destruction because we are absorbing more than we can internalize. And the outcome of that is, so as a metaphor, we are breathing in all this painful, grievous information, but we are not acting, we are not breathing out. And the impact of the absorption, drip by drip, day by day of painful information is not healthy (coughs) and it's contributing to this unhappiness to these fears, to these anxieties and worries about our children about the future generations uh, about our homes and our communities and elsewhere because we absorb too much and (coughs) information is not bringing about uh, a healthy response And some of the unhealthy responses which gets justified is fear, it is anxiety, and it is anger. And the combination of that kind of reaction to situations which are external to us, we think, and this is the foolishness and the naivety of being a human being, we think this is a legitimate response to the situation. It is not. It is a failure of response. It is a failure for a human being to to recognize that action is needed. And when we imagine, when we believe and we identify with the view, I'm looking at this world there and my responses, my fears, my worries, my anxieties, my concerns about the future having an impact and we repeat this to ourselves, we repeat this to others, we think that painful, anguish response is the true response and a true reflection of the reality. It is not. It's your mind. It's your mind. It's your heart. It's your emotions. And we've got confused we've implanted, we've projected our reactivity onto the painful and extremely difficult conditions around us and when we project in that way how can we act? We're unhappy, we're despair, we're paralysed, we don't know what to do we're numbed by it and we keep validating this numbness not only have we got to change what's outside of ourselves and this is the third point here equally, and I mean it equally, we have to change what's inside we have to change the whole view of the situation which is there because the current one is like an epidemic and it's no wonder that people are either entering into denial the climate emergency deniers are the public ones but they're a minority it's a massive amount of denial in our own communities because it's not being spoken about enough so one aspect of the it is the denial another aspect of it very humanly enough is the agitation and the anger and, uh, and another one is the blame all part of the same story blame the government blame the institutions blame the fossil fuel industries uh, etc we can do that all day and all night it ain't going to make any difference, it's just blame, anger, fear, uh, anxiety, surely we can dig deeper than that into our life, into our being and find really fresh ways to look and we need some creativity in our imagination. We need to feel as a human being our our worth and our empowerment uh, to uh, respond. So one is the outer and being clear about that and really appreciation I know from listening to a number of you here, immense and enormous dedication to this emergency (coughs) that our species and our planet is living under. The second is to see what are some of the typical (coughs) reactivities which are taking place, not just to identify with them. Not just to think, well, that's how I feel, as if you can't feel in any other way. Yes, you can. If you feel isolated, this is part of the third aspect here, when people are feeling kind of confined and trapped, i.e. just watching the television, just reading the uh, uh, newspapers, just hearing the information uh, which are for and against, so to speak. It's not going to be much use to us if we're just thinking about myself and how I feel about a situation there. We will not have the capacity for the necessary transformation to engage with this serious circumstances that we and all our, all the beings on the earth are in. And what that means in there, as a reflection of that this evening, we meet. When human beings get together in the collective, forming a voice, sharing and exploring together, we can act. And in isolation it will this isolation which consumerism feeds is the death of community. Facebook isn't a, a, a community. Facebook is a surveillance agency (laughs) Facebook is an advertising agency in the disguise of community it is not the real world it's not even the parallel universe Mm -hmm. the real world is you and me and animals and the environment and we've got to have trust in that and faith in in that and not in any (coughs) way substitute that for some false created artificial world uh, which is there in the looking at ourselves, I want to hear good voices in two or, two or three minutes. In the looking into ourselves, that, to see what ways can we change any of the anguish which we experience. <coughs> we also need, uh, with uh, this, and this is the fourth uh, uh, there. I just came, I was just, as um, Jen mentioned to you a moment or two ago, I just spent uh, in uh, October three days with Extinction Rebellion. And just to say a little bit about uh, Extinction Rebellion for uh, a moment or two, yeah, and certainly in the period of uh, being in, in London. One of the key factors and the, the fundamental, two fundamental core views with Extinction Rebellion, one of those is that the system, that means that the process, Or the dynamic which we engaged in, that means we who are activists, we who are demonstrators, has been more or less by common consent, we'd go to a demonstration in the morning, wherever it might be, hoping that plenty of people would go to this demonstration, whatever it might be about, usually obviously legitimate, valid concerns about the ideological and destructive policies of our government there. And from that movement there, we would demonstrate with the flags and we want change, and when do we want it, we want it now, and then dutifully, three, four, five o'clock, after some informative and supportive speeches by uh, the leaders within the movement, we'd all go home. Those days are finished. That's history. We tried that, we've been there, we've done that, things are changing, and the outcome of a group of women and men coming together in a small town in Britain, perhaps 15 or, or so, began to talk together and say, we've got to do another another way of things. And out of that necessity for change came about a key word, disruption. That's the buzz word in the, in, in the movement. And with that, it challenged people, as it were, and still is, to its credit, I would say, to go beyond its comfort zone. And that comfort zone was for some, not all of us, but for some, to be the arrestables, to be arrested. So in London, as an example of of this, the police in the last uh, month, and that means in October of uh, this year, they set aside 1,000 uh, cells uh, there. It was not enough cells for the arrestables, and around 1,800, in fact, were arrested. And as one of my uh, friends, quite a few friends from uh, Totnes, where I live, who are amongst those who were arrested, he uh, <coughs> said to me, the police in London treated us very well, which already brings a caution to my mind, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Bri- He said we were were given a a cell to stay in, Um, we had our own cell, it was a perfect uh, room for meditation and we did our (laughs) meditation practice and around once an hour, that little door uh, shift window there and the police officer would say to us, Is everything okay, madam? Is everything (laughs) all right, uh, sir? Would you like a cup of tea? (laughs) 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 It it sounds all right. And my friend wondered, why why am I not responding with a lot of love and appreciation? And the uh, reason uh, for it is, I have uh, four grandchildren. They are Anglo-Caribbean. And if you ask people in the black community if that's the response when they are arrested they will have a very very (laughs) different story it's white privilege Mm -hmm. it's white privilege so we sometimes have to recognize in the situations that we are in the context of the situation and even the context (laughs) of our our, uh, colour as well and part of the imagination here and it's lovely to see that Uh, taking place here and uh, elsewhere, and that ranged from, and and some of it is rather amusing and rather funny, um, some Australians living in uh, London dressed up about two and a half metres high in kangaroo kind of outfits, and were jumping up and down (laughs) on uh, on behalf of protection of the species (laughs) outside in in Whitehall there were women breastfeeding their babies there, many of them in a line outside in Whitehall which is where the Prime Minister lives and the the war office as it is still called there in the defence and the treasury and sitting there in the middle of the road breastfeeding their children There were people who were there who built kind of wooden towers as as tall as this uh, particular room that we are in. They had locks at the top of it. They climbed up to the top and they chained themselves into the top which presented a real problem for the police uh, there. There were people in Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square and those of you who know London, it's full of... Memorials to our generals, our warmongering mongering generals, uh, over centuries uh, uh, there, and people brought—I don't know how they ever got them in—they brought their baths, they brought baths there,
2: bathtubs, bathtubs,
0: bath-tubs. Mm-hmm. metal baths. Put them in Trafalgar Square, climbed in them, and then chained themselves to the tap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two, fr- two friends, two friends of mine. Somehow or other, they got hold of an old fire engine. They went to, I think it was the def- defense offices there, one of these dreadful buildings in uh, Whitehall. They put red paint into the, the water, oh. and they got the tower, and one of them is over 80 years of our age, still you know, a great activist there, and they pulled it back and they pressed the button, but it was so strong they couldn't hold it. <laughs> and so just the pink, Red and white sprayed everywhere. everywhere there, <laughs> there were. This was old ladies there outside the Ministry of State Defence, just lying down on the ground, one after the other, waiting to be arrested. And people were begging to be arrested. Not like, oh my God, I'm going to get arrested. No, they were going to the police. Please, please arrest us, <laughs> because we need to be arrested. Because if we're arrested, the greater the number, the more publicity, the more people will sit up and uh, take notice there. And the police said, look, we really want to arrest you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not like we have any hesitation. We want to arrest you. But there have been so many government cuts. We haven't got the number of, <laughs> of police officers and we haven't got the number of vehicles, but we're doing our best. <laughs> So there's a kind of humour and action and seriousness and dedication with three significant campaign determinations which is taking, taking place because my view here, this finally uh, on this, one is the governments that we have, my view, is not fit for purpose.
3: That's for sure. Left, yeah.
0: right or centre? Mm. It, it's a bear pit the parliaments. Yeah. Yeah. It's an argumentative point scoring system. Mm. This days of this so called democracy, in my view, is finished. It's irrelevant. They're living in the past. We need a completely different way of looking, and for that we have to do the research. We have to see the different kinds of assemblies which are taking place. We have to cooperate together. This old form of democracy, I think, for me, it's, it's finished. It, it cannot work because the primacy of, in, of uh, uh, interest in such a system is the pursuance of power,
1: yeah.
0: the, the keeping of power, mm-hmm. and sustaining it as long as possible, and that is the interest it is not our interest. Our interest is the welfare of people, the welfare of creatures and the welfare of the environment Mm -hmm. and these people are not fit for purpose and I have no hope and no belief that the system that we are living under, (coughs) called capitalism, called consumerism or whatever, can change. Of course, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. not have trust in this, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: I th- and therefore I think non-party politics of women, men, women and children, because children yeah. are very much engaged, and it's lovely to see young uh, people so strongly in, uh, engaged, that collectively we change the system there, we work uh, together to form assemblies, yeah. and we work as hard as we can to change the massive uh, emissions of uh, the CO2 emissions, the pollution emissions, the carbon uh, emissions. And currently, as we know, on this earth, roughly, roughly, it's around increase, and Australia has to take much responsibility, oh, yeah. the Europeans have to take, the Chinese, the Indians, the uh, Americans, you know, many, many countries are involved in the contribution. Currently, on average, around the world, it is increasing one and a half, 1.7% every year and if the earth is going to be protected it has to decrease by a minimum of 7.5% a year
1: wrong. we
0: are going completely in the wrong uh, direction and that's going to take some real commitment to work together, to, as I mentioned, change the view, change the way we look at things bring the creative and the imaginative out we need our scholars, we need our, our scientists where we, we need the, our philosophers, we need those to do the research, to present to all of us alternative ways of being. The old is gone, it's finished. It's, it's, it's not working and the evidence is in every fire. The evidence is in the droughts, the evidence is in the, in the melting of the ice caps, the evidence is in the poverty and the hardship on this earth. The evidence is in the suffering. The, evi- the evidence is in the in the in the meat industry. The evidence is in the depletion of resources. The evidence is everywhere. And so it's up to us to to work and cooperate together. Okay, thank you. Yeah, very good. Yes. So let's have a quiet minute together, and then I'm going to. Uh, invite any responses that you might have, any questions which I can uh, possibly uh, respond to uh, uh, with you, and then following on from that I'm going to invite you to form into some small uh, groups and I'll talk a little bit with you if I may about the theme for that uh, in due course. Yes, uh, anyone, any responses, any? questions do feel free and if your kind voice please would be such that it does uh, reach the persons furthest away from you so it makes it a little bit easier
3: In Britain the disruption that was caused by Extinction Rebellion is a deliberate tactic (coughs) and uh, we've employed that to some extent in Australia. There seems to be some blowback however. Um, Did you find it was an effective technique in Britain to educate people?
0: Um, Yes, undoubtedly. in the exploration that I hear with uh, the uh, uh, XR uh, movement with um, well over 100,000 uh, members uh, uh, currently it, it, it's, it isn't easy it's a disruption in a way of the everyday life of <coughs> a lot of, lot of people and, and that you know, is a certain uh, concern but it's a disruption as well which brings about Greater levels of attention. There is that so far is changing. There is a has been um, a sympathetic viewpoint to the concerns uh, there. That sympathetic viewpoint um, has resonated among in, amongst, generally amongst people. Um, Fridays for the Future, so with the children and the uh, activists there, and it stimulated a lot of questioning. It's been very effective, but the honeymoon period, I wrote an essay about this recently, is over. Mm. And if one does too much of the disruption in the same old way, it will have the backlash, and the media will exploit the backlash. Which will be more and more people will feel angry and upset in not being able to get to work or home from work or go about their business, uh, etc. And in a way, it will be losing the thread and the direction of what Extinction Rebellion is about. It's a major talking point. It's clearly what are the strategies and tactics to keep provoking. To keep exploring and demanding change, but not to keep relying on the same methodology, mm. and and that's where, as I mentioned earlier, the creative process is coming in. So you know, currently, there's a uh, there are a growing number of people who are fasting, fasting for a four day period in their towns, in their uh, cities, setting up uh, places. People are curious about this, and then. Uh, coming to have a meeting with such people and others to hear those uh, voices. There's uh, situations as well uh, with the youngsters who are really finding their voice, they're writing things, they're doing their uh, artwork and much, much more and bringing it much more to the attention uh, in their schools. The Children, I see them on the station platform at home on a Friday and they're all excited. They're off to Exeter, the near, nearby city uh, <coughs> there, to engage and give some support <coughs> to some action. So I say the repetition of doing the same thing, I think it, it has a kind of shelf life, and then it's going to require fresh. And, we, and all of us have got to be part of that. Some, finally, some people would say to me and the others involved in activism and change, oh, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? And my response is, when are you going to start it? Mm. Not to keep saying others should be doing others. Mm. We we have to take responsibility and and we can initiate our own groups in a a variety
4: of ways. Thank you.
5: I think that's my concern. (laughs) I was initially, when Extinction Rebellion came, Lismore. Mm. I was excited because there was an action, a very strong, powerful community action that was happening. Yeah. Um, but then I felt this kind of yeah, towards towards it because it was, to me, as a parent, and I actually think that we need to parent our politicians. Yes. And I think that in when we push hard, we get a pushback. Yes. And so I get concerned that when we're putting our face in, in front of everyday people and pushing against the stream that they're trying, you know, their everyday life, and, and they're already struggling, mm. that I feel yeah. That's not where I want to put my energy, no. for me. Mm. And so I've been looking around going, what other options are there? And I know Greenpeace has something called Break Free, and I like the name of that mm-hmm. because it's a little bit more, this is where we want to go. Mm. We don't want to. F- I don't want to focus on the extinction and the rebellion because to me that's a bit negative, And I love the fact that there's anything happening. I think it's fantastic. And I thank Extinction Rebellion for their efforts. But for me personally, I want. To, I would love to be part of, a, of an action that is yes. something more like breakthrough, where we're actually, or it's something where we're looking where we want to go. That's quite powerful as well. Yep. And strong. In
0: a, in a more of a positive kind of oof, but no, I don't know what that is yet. You, you give a, a good reminder, an important one here, that uh, the recognition of the variety of ways of expressing our concern,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not that climate, in my view, climate emergency is the most important thing. Uh, It is an outcome of many other things which need change. And the the aspects of change are both inwardly and outwardly. We do, as a reminder from you, to keep our eyes and ears open of what groups are around, doing what kind of actions, the major ones and the minor uh, ones, to really give give support Mm -hmm. there. We've got to look at the notice boards. we've got to see what's in the media, we've got to recognise what people are talking about. We've got to get out of the front door, for sure. And in that, listen, as good people doing uh, this evening, and to that sense of the community of people, the forming of the small tribe, which has an empowerment to it. Extinction Rebellion, it might be. It might be... um, the uh, the Greenpeace activism, but there are many, many, many kinds uh, which are going on, and every time we connect and we give support, we're we're part of a progressive, collective, moving towards change. There's much which is around, and if it isn't around, start it. Mm -hmm. Yes?
3: Christopher, I'd just like to... (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> reinforce that point point. Um, one of the uh, real sort of transition points for the gas field free campaign in the whole of the Northern Rivers was when a group of people got together and decided they were going mm. to absolutely commit themselves to making this yes uh, a reality mm. a gas field free Northern Rivers mm. and it was at that point that things started to change yeah uh, and it's about relationship <coughs> it's about having clear goals. It's about keeping your egos out of the way. Uh, it's about thinking strategically, yes. pulling in resources, people who have had experience mm. in these things. Just yeah, and and that absolutely suits people. It, yes. you know, some people are put off by XR. Some people are put off by Greenpeace. Whatever they want, yes, can be done.
0: It, it's interesting that uh, some things in this. Uh, Uh, vulnerable world that we live in, that we touch upon and focus upon, whatever that issue may be about, protection of the rainforests and uh, animal uh, uh, rights and sustainable uh, living and uh, uh, gender balance and appreciation for diversity and much, much more. So one is the connection with that which touches us, and it might be more than one thing. The second is listening to the responses which may come. And that requires the heartfulness of concern, of compassion, of passion, of dedication. But it also, as you point out there, it also requires from us, we've got a mind, we've got to use it. We need our mind. We need the mind for strategy. We need the mind for analysis we need the mind for planning the need the mind of the for the implementation of change and then we have to go ahead and do it And the other aspect which goes uh, with this many in my view as a small student of history many revolutions and, and you know I trust I believe in revolution but many revolutions from the past it's been a revolution of the outer circumstances they're valid and uh, uh, important of course plenty of these uh, in European and uh, many other so societies, but there hasn't been, in my view, enough revolution of the inner life there. And so the system may change for a while, but gradually, gradually, there's a new authority, there's a new privileged elite uh, there, and we're back where we were, and that's, and we certainly are that now, where the gaps between the rich and the poor is as great as it was in the 19th century we're just back where we were so I take the view that we've got to walk the talk and the walking of the talk is keep working on ourselves what changes as a human being am I willing to make what changes am I willing to make in my lifestyle and in my household but one's got to be very very mindful and careful with this because there is an acute vulnerability which goes with this and the acute vulnerability is that the powerful, which are are the billionaires, which are the 1%, which are the governments, which are the major industries of pollution, they want us to only think about personal change as if personal change is really going to change things. (laughs) Because then they can get on with their exploitation and their and their abuse, while while we are turning the tap off, um, while, while yeah. we brush our teeth and thinking we're making a great difference to the future of the planet. We need the inner change. We need to reduce our comfort level. We need to make ourselves fit, and correspondingly, and at the same time, engage in action for community, social, uh, business, corporate, government change. They have to work together. So the revolution of our time, and I think and for the future, is that the two are corresponding and working simultaneously. And that's a tremendous uh, undertaking. One without the other, to me, wouldn't be enough. Okay.
4: Yes, anyone, please. Yes, sir. Um, transition Town sort of started in, in UK Totnes and was quite powerful globally there for a while it yeah. petered out what do you why do you think it sort of rose and then went down as quickly as it rose almost uh, the,
0: the question um, was asking about uh, Transition Town uh, they had the uh, <coughs> uh, delight of um, being one of those who live in Totnes where Transition Town started mm-hmm. uh, there so but, you know certain Lived in this town 37 years. And know as well as anybody else uh, 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 there. Um, just very, very quickly and briefly on this, um, a view began to develop with uh, Rob and uh, uh, others in in the town you know, that we have to change the lifestyle there. And <coughs> The one liner which was used when it started in 2006, at some point all these resources including oil will start to run out uh, there and we really have to change and that triggered a tremendous interest in the town and the outcome of that was numerous (coughs) meetings of changing the lifestyle Uh, and many aspects to that. That sparked a lot of international interest to the point that something around seven to eight hundred towns and cities around the world took an interest in the model that started up in this small town of 8,400 people. Um, And you're quite right, it's gone quiet. It hasn't actually petered out of contacts and the association. What's uh, happening is that the inspiration of, of that is now evolving from transition town into other actions, one of which is Extinction Rebellion, uh, uh, by the way. So many of the people who inspired the change from the transition town are now finding other resources and uh, outlets. There are still plenty of people coming to Totnes to be for the trainings in uh, extinction, uh, in uh, transitional work, and there are people who um, also uh, travel overseas. But you're quite right it is much quieter than all the heat but it's like all of these things there is this what i call the honeymoon period it's really really strong everybody's talking about it quietly slowly it will go quiet some of us we have to keep going with our quiet commitments whether there's a lot of attention around it or not, we just have to keep steady until the nature squeezes the last breath out of the body we're going to keep going there is no retirement for activists <laughs> <laughs> except that <laughs> <laughs> yes please sir. Yes. I'm sorry, just over here first. Yes. Um, I've got a question, but
6: just like to touch on something that the ladies Part of Extinction Rebellion is is like an affinity group, I don't really know, but they call it Deep Adaptation. I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but it it, it is exploring new systems and um, local resilience building and connections and what happens, where we go to from here. That might be something that you're interested in. They meet regularly. There's a Facebook group and stuff. My question to you, thanks very much, is... I I hear what you said before about the fear and the anger and the sadness. I'm pretty <laughs> angry, and I <coughs> my despair is real. I feel you know I feel you know, full of yeah. despair and I feel pretty sad and I'm frightened.
1: Yeah.
6: And and I and I, you know, I just want to kind of be honest about it. Because yeah. It's real, but and I don't know how to kind of flip it and, and become creative and positive or but like, you know what
1: I mean? Yes, so sure. just kind
0: of asking hey, on that. Yeah, thing. sure, yeah, yeah. I really uh, appreciate uh, uh, the, pre- the uh, question that you uh, have
1: genuinely.
0: and it genuinely is one of feeling frightened, feeling angry about the situation and uh, uh, feeling uh, uh, despair as I mentioned I doubt whether alone by ourselves, change and transfer can come because quite often it's so kind of close to us those feelings and states of mind and heart that you're describing it's very difficult to see through and that the empowerment for change generally comes through people sharing a lot, maybe some people in your friends, local community and others who have worked through uh, some of, of this. And if one, not easy, keep in a way to one or two core views of, about, about this. And that means a core view would be a real commitment to working through this in order to free up the heart and mind to be able to respond effectively, the difficulty with the despair, feeling frightened and, and uh, the, the anger, it ha- it is such an imposition, you know, on us in the on the inner life that it really does get in the way because the thought keeps justifying. I have a reason to be, you know, and things mm-hmm. must change and what's going to happen in the future and the pressure on the thought kind of implodes with the despair and adds to it. In the moments, might be just in the day, when you're not under any of that kind of pressure and there's an appreciation for life all the wonders and the, the joys and the vitalities uh, showing themselves uh, to you. If I may suggest drop everything in those moments. Just say, wow even without any working on myself it still keep breaking through that which is precious and deep and beautiful. And it's out of that energy and that vitality that there can be uh, the dedication, the motivation. Because my goodness me, we need love we need friendship. We need the ability to act clearly rather than be reactive. And those times and moments, as I say, of a chain will help to give a perspective on this, uh, these problematic um, uh, mind states. And uh, the other, I have to say this, of course, I'm a mindfulness teacher, I'm a meditation teacher, <laughs> uh, etc. Keep your eyes and ears open. It's beneficial. There's quite a few mindful meditating activists in the hall here because I've known them for decades. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, please, sir. Um,
4: my current thought is I miss sort of
0: the first word. My current.
4: My current thought. What thought, thought yes, about please. is fresh for me, Is that you're right? We need a revolution. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we need to mobilise and connect all of the scholars and lay people and politicians and economists and people all around the world. Surely there are so many different groups, mm. individuals all around the world uh, involved in innovation. That's mm. fantastic ideas. Surely we have the knowledge and the uh, ability as a species all around the planet to, to make lasting fantastic change we need to change so much do you, can you do you know is there any precedent in it I'm, I'm wondering about could there be some sort of global movement that could come together um, to connect just to connect and mobilize people all around the world yeah. so that with, you know through different assemblies and whatever meetings that we can start a movement there's, there's already a movement happening but just to connect and mobilize do you know of any precedent yeah.
0: Uh, in my view i I have the privilege of travelling a lot and speaking um, three continents a year and um, using uh, aeroplanes for two of them and I uh, apologise for that that we're really in uncharted territory this is something quite new for our species in which previously we've uh, Essentially, kind of identified with our local. Uh, area. Often, of course, conflict in the identity with the nation-state has uh, been one pumped into us, with terrible consequences for centuries. And, but we're in a time of the international outlook. There is, to respond to your question, a lot of exploration going on. I've been having discussions with. Um, Uh, friends in our economy centre that we have uh, in Totnes, of ways of linking up internationally there, so that the grassroots political movement in its diversity um, really can really link up and connect with uh, uh, each other, to really mobilise there. Always the difficulty, if anything is under the singularity of the one name, whatever That might it's terribly vulnerable to power, privilege, pursuit, uh, etc. So we've got got fresh ways, finding ways, working together, but being very respectful of the diversity of ways, the naming of the ways, and not try to put it all under one banner because it's going to be an immense problem at uh, 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 some some point. Yes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That is our
0: challenge. And that is the challenge, and it will be a cooperation. So in other words, those of you here who are engaged in a whole variety of uh, supportive ways, if you know people in another part of the country, if you know people overseas or or whatever, if you have the opportunity to travel overseas, put the word out. Say, this is what's going on here, this is what we're doing there, this is what's going there and the links will start being made and the networks will start working together. There's plenty happening already, but as I say, we're talking in global terms now. We really are talking globally. This is a global issue, it's not a nation-state issue. And that's why our politicians, they're too bound to the old. We're, 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 we're working at a much deeper uh, level.
1: Yes, please, yes. <coughs> kind of following on from where you are, yes. um,
2: thinking that what's the ground that we stand on in these times um, when the ground underneath us is shifting almost literally? And yes. um, to me, you know, knowing what we value, knowing where our support comes from and where we can find it, um, thinking about not so much the what's we do, but what are the processes by which we do it. Yes. So thinking process, um, like for example, you know, just one citizens' juries, for example, is one way mm. of bringing together expertise mm. and common sense from people. Um, yeah, but very much sort of coming back to to. I'm sort of combining I'm really repeating what you've already said but I'm just putting yes, yes, yes. different words mm. you know that sense of what draws us forward the love the connection where are we going in a general direction and it, it's such a shifting sense at the moment it's hard to say we, we need to do that or that or that we need to do that and that and that and that mm. but what's the one direction and the one intention I can go because it's going to shift over time as you kind of Towards
0: it to use the it. yeah. metaphor, yes yeah. um, It's in uh, uh, response to that and using the, the importance of the, the metaphor of, of being grounded mm-hmm. and, and staying uh, uh, steady. I think sometimes for some of us, it's where they use the word the word spiritual matters. It, it's not just an environmental or a global or a human or a sentient being. Uh, uh, issue. It's, it, it's something about values, as you pointed out at the beginning. It's something about what it is to be a, a, a human being. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's, something, it's something spiritual in the in uh, there and the concerns that we have about this extraordinary phenomena of being alive on this earth and our support and engagement uh, for it. And somehow or other, we have to stay true to that inquiry, true to that questioning. That may show itself as an example uh, um, in a commitment to nonviolence. No matter what, no matter how much it's rubbish, no matter how much we're called romantics, we're out of touch we're not living in the, in, in the real world. We've seen the consequence of violence, uh, the violence of the speech, the violence of the action, the violence of the nation state, and much, much more. And we've got to present uh, a real alternative uh, to, uh, to that. Um, We've got to really take care and such an important area, both in climate emergency and um, (coughs) in our life, the small event which is called the mouth, (laughs) you know, of all the bits and parts of the body, gosh, the mouth is is such an important part to play. Its part to play is both in what comes in, the mouth, and what goes out, <laughs> and they both have a you know precious uh, significance. And it's been a for those of us who uh, like and appreciate the plant-based uh, uh, diet. It, it's it's one of the factors which has been heartening and uplifting to see that there's a real change, a real change with the uh, young people and older people to actually change the diet, to actually really reflect and think about what am I buying what's the impact on animals what's the impact on the environment what's the impact on the land what's the impact on the local communities there to really really consider what we put into the mouth and to really make that a real area of mindfulness and practice and it's to stay true to it so where are we now we're in late late november so some of you might be going home and maybe your parents or your grandparents or whatever—they might prefer eating the backside of a cow, or, or, or the leg of a chicken, you know, lying on top of the dinner table uh, there. And uh, it's not easy to say uh, no, thank you, rather than oh, uh, mummy and daddy will be upset (laughs) you know, etc. No, no, just say no, thank you. And and One doesn't have to explain. Why? Because one is staying true to a principle. One is staying true to an ethic and in that staying true to that one's got the quiet power and authority to say no. We have to to keep value with it. Trying to explain it well and kindly but no, it is and similarly with what comes out of the mouth as as uh, as well with this it's a simple criteria it's been said for 2 3000 years plus speak as much as we can that which is true and useful very simple speak that which is true and useful uh, there. and in that the manner of the voice the manner of the communication do not be shy about speaking about the climate emergency. Do not be shy about speaking about corruption. Do not be shy about speaking about the changes which are needing. There are more important things to, to speak about than the color of your shoes or the uh, new hairstyle you've got or if you've got any hair left, you know, whatever <laughs> it might, whatever it might, it might, might be. It, it takes a little skill. <laughs> in these in these uh, communic- communications to find a way to meet the other it's respectful and kindly in which you have a conversation which has some depth to it and those of us who are caring those of us who are uh, concerned, those of us who wish to see change we have a voice it's a liberation of the voice never ever be shy of speaking to it anybody about something which is important to you. So it might start off shallow and superficial and, and chatty and um, utterly boring and utterly irrelevant there. Change it. Yeah. Simple. Rather than uh, 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 there or oh, escaping into the, that, that major addiction of our time the, the uh, mobile phone <laughs> or whatever. Communicate. Change it's a challenge can I this human being whoever it might 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 be having a communication with what will I say to this person which will shift the conversation to something deeper that's how people change can I just make a comment about you can Mm. like you know for thousands of years we've been clustering into cities yes we have
4: and, and I think that's like broken our appreciation of the world around us yes. and instead of using like the land to uh, harvest the things that we need we're using it like exploiting it yes.
0: <coughs> and it's like we're running it into drought and and not looking after the land
4: Yes, and then all these people in the, the cities have a, a different point of view like where food and that comes from Yes, but if you're out on the on the
0: land, you can see. Well, you're going to grow that, and you're going to keep the, the fertility <laughs> in this yes. world. Yeah, but, you know the exploitation of the the land, and it just um, makes it all dry. It does. It does. You, 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 the, the people living in the uh, uh, in the cities, but also, of course, in the country, by in in the cities, because of the large cluster of people living in such uh, close proximity but also the, obviously the terrible isolation and loneliness that goes uh, with it there. <coughs> but the whole culture, the consumerist culture uh, of the shopping malls and the mm-hmm. supermarkets, they, they distance us you know, from what's happening to the poor factory workers who are working slaves for consumerism What's happening, as you point out, to all the land and the exploitation and the abuse of it, so we can have more comfort, we can have our lives easier, we can have all the nice things we want to see, hear, smell, taste, and touch there. And it's going to need, in our cities, in our towns, in our communities, a really fresh conversation. You know, like what one person uh, uh, said to me just before coming here, she said she looked at the um, number of clothing items of clothing that she has and just a point uh, uh, on this (coughs) the fashion clothing industry is the fifth largest polluter Mm -hmm. Uh, for all the consequences that go with it and she's made an agreement and she's talking about it there that apart from the the underclothes not to have more than 30 items of clothing Mm -hmm. to maximise when she buys an item of clothing there well, the other, and that one item is going to the charity shop. You know, it, it, it's just small thing, making a change which helps to give some contribution to others. Uh, we we had meetings in our street, and in the meetings in our street, we looked at ways <coughs> to conserve energy. You know, if I may say, 25 years ago, as a Green Party candidate, I you know a little little about ecology and the environment and sustainability. Whoa, was I impressed? with what some of the people in my street were doing who would never come to a meeting like this. The word sustainability, they wouldn't even know what it means. It's, it's a rather sophisticated language for lots and lots of uh, people. But the, they said to me, we never have standby on. We, when, with the rooms that we have, there we, we where there's, uh, in the winter time, we close the rooms that we are not using and we turn the radiators uh, off. When we leave a room, we always turn the light light uh, out. We pull the plugs out. We don't turn up the heating to stay warm. We put on an extra jumper there. We use everything minim- minimally. We don't have our heating more than 80 or 20 degrees. Here, you might say, with the air conditioning uh, there, with 1.6 billion forms of air conditioning, Uh, manifestations of air conditioning, which is a big source of profit for the fossil fuel industry, if we want to walk the talk, we're going to have to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because that's all the air conditioning can do. Just make a slight different comfort, change in the feeling of the sensation in the body. If we really commit it, we have to walk the talk, make the changes have as a good gentleman said there have to look at our relationship to the environment look at where the food is coming from how we are using it what it what it is just I was in Israel just uh, go uh, go uh, every year we were having a walk uh, there as part of uh, the retreat and we walked past a place where they're keeping animals that is uh, the cows it's common enough uh, 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 issue and a calf had been born and within an hour or two of it being born it was separated from the mother cow Mm -hmm. and the calf was screaming for its mother Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and the mother was put in another fence and it was screaming for its calf and the reason behind all of that is that we can have milk yoghurt and cheese
1: Mm
0: -hmm. sometimes we look and say wow some changes are going to be needed. And then we look at the farm industry there and the meat industry and all that the land which is required to feed these animals, all the destructions of the rainforests to feed the the, the uh, animals and the land could be used to produce and grow such healthy good food for us. You know, change is needed and that what comes in, so what goes out It's part of our exploration. Not easy. Yes, sir.
3: It seems to me that one of the biggest problems we have is that we are... um, Our our whole focus, and I'm not talking about the people in this room, but the the way the system is operating pretty much globally is that we focus on money. Yes, and money is the only thing. We don't look at well-being. Mm-hmm. We don't look at sustainability. We just look at that. The, the mere fact that an economist can quite happily sit there and talk about three percent growth, mm-hmm. without <coughs> recognizing that that means a, a triple, a doubling of the uh, world's economy every twenty years, yes. you know, which is yes. just obviously impossible. Exponential growth doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything to these the people who make the decision. The problem is. They're the people with power. Mm. They're the people who've got the money and the wealth to drive the system. Yes. What's worrying me is in the past, if you go back and you look at various revolutions yep. and things that have happened, where the the people who've been treated very badly at the bottom of the scale have finally got sick of it and chucked things over. Exactly. In all of those situations, there was nothing setting a. A, a time limit to it Yes. whereas I can see now with climate change that we've already running out of time mm. Yes. We, we can't uh, I, I call myself a catastrophe I believe that the only way we're going to change is to have a catastrophe mm. because I cannot see how we can shift that whole system mm. in in the time that we've got left to do yes. which is, you know, even scientists are talking about a decade
0: yes, yes, yes the, the current information from our beloved scientists with the, the immensity of the work that they are engaged in, the languages the metaphors being used are the tipping points, mm. and, and the dynamics of the causes and conditions. We keep experiencing these tipping points, one of them is you know, obviously uh, happening right now. But even when there is a major catastrophe, Mm. Whether you know from world wars to the tsunamis uh, there, to the uh, earth uh, earthquakes there, to the famines and the floods and the fires uh, etc., to the meltdowns in the nuclear power stations at Chernobyl and much more catastrophes you know can happen. They do happen, but and there's shock horror at the event. Then that catastrophe or series of them uh, might go quiet, but then we go quiet. Right. That's that's my cons- uh, my concern, and therefore I take the view that the way the catastrophe is already happening in a way that it's going to take a whole questioning of this utterly rotten <laughs> capitalistic system which is, as you point out, is obsessed with money. <coughs> and where there is money, there is power, and there is profit, and there is exploitation, and, and the, the corruption uh, which goes uh, along with it. And it's going to require uh, from us and from those people who are thinking differently in the world of uh, economics uh, to really challenge uh, that system, to really tackle and confront The one percent or uh, or the privileged five percent and some of the dialogues and sharings that are going on with uh, all of that one of them is to ensure that where there is the exploration and the abuse uh, with these large powerful corporations to give them because they depend on their name they depend on their name to give them such a bad reputation because they have it for, amongst so many of us that nobody would want to work for them to really challenge the board of directors to challenge the CEOs to name them to re- really focus uh, uh, on them, to get their children to talk to them to get things moving so that the, the potency of uh, revolutionary action in a non violent way makes these companies, shakes them and bring some fundamental change to them, which even they can't handle. We can do it. Mm-hmm. But as we say in English, they are all fur coat and no knickers.
1: We <laughs> all <laughs> 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 Yes, please. I'm um, wondering in terms of
4: strategy. Organisations like uh, Extinction Rebellion mm. could have um, instead of just been just sort of a climate emergency, but having more um, precise and specific sort of objectives. Like here in Australia, we could say we want all the uh, the coal-fired power stations to um, mm. closed down by a certain date, or no more coal um, mines at mm. all will stop. Yes, um, the LNG industry, for example, to start winding down. Yes, I mean. But just coming with the truth of what's really required. Yes, and, and uh, Because I think for some people uh, it can like be very easily dismissed by having a more I, sort of a general argument. I've heard that before a few times. But, you know, having specific objectives might be the uh, way to go. I, I,
0: um, it's, I, I share exactly the same concern. Exactly. There, there. It's got to be a rather core talking point. Because Climate emergency is not an independent event; it's the outcome of countless other events, mm-hmm. uh, some of which you just pointed out, and some of those local, those, some of those events are very specific in specific areas. Is that
1: right? <laughs> yeah. <what>? <laughs> <laughs> it's really. Right. <laughs> Don't
4: scare it away We want to do more than a minute
1: It's <laughs> <way. laughs> <laughs> 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 <That's> pretty exciting Stop
0: Stop I'm scared <laughs> may, 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 may any, any drops May, may any uh, uh, drops of uh, rain yeah. give nourishment to the earth and nourishment to the uh, creatures and mm-hmm. make a really. Put
6: out those fires. To put out,
0: to put out those fires there because sure your brave them. and courageous <laughs> fire you. services, you going, yeah? the, the extraordinary uh, volunteers there, and again with that. Just the human, the human spirit, and one of many stories which I've listened to in the week that I've been here. Yeah. There's a, there's the fire. There's a rather narrow track. The fire's on both both sides, and there are, there are people, but, uh, fire services, but people driving up, and they've got in the back of the truck a large tank of petrol. What? Oh. And, and the purpose behind it is because they, had the, they got the idea, if we get those mm-hmm. petrol engine leaves mm-hmm. blower away, you know, to clear every single leaf oh, no. out no. of the way. Oh. And they no. just drove up
1: oh. Oh. with
0: fires around them, with this, the risk level, the courage of, of, of uh, people that's working, working. It's not
2: safe. sometimes.
0: People will cooperate together, work work together. There is um, a great risk, but for me, anyway, my respect goes for that risk to help save communities, people's lives, and people's homes and, and I, 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 think, I think it's a great credit to uh, people, but as I say may the rain fall well and plenty and yeah. may it fall on the good earth and it's may it contribute rain. to put out the fire if it is rain, it was rain yep, yeah. good news yeah, yeah. alright, then we'll have a, a, a quiet meditation for two or three minutes and then we'll have a, some groups yes. I
4: just feel to make a really brief. Addition to the conversation, because we're talking about the you know, revolution needed in, in, in government, which we absolutely do. Mm. Uh, but the good voices of say, is it the, the prime minister in New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, mm. mm. doing seems like doing wonderful things for the government. And there's a, a just. Um, Watching a little clip of uh, a very fresh voice in American politics, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, Alexandria Co- Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, I no, Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And then the positive things I hear about. I think I've got a vague memory of uh, a change uh, in what a the the change in the legal system somewhere in South America giving. Uh, the natural environment, Pachahama, the, the earth, uh, legal protection. Yeah. So there, there, are, there are these positive things going and the capacity for positive change within the system that's already
0: mm. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 the, as internationalists, we have the uh, opportunity, and quite quickly through the social media of course, To really see these uh, initiatives. Mm -hmm. And of course, you have a very fine um, person in Jacinda uh, Ahern and her uh, ability to show uh, extraordinary empathy uh, after this devastating uh, uh, slaughter of people in the Muslim uh, community. And those voices, in a way, and others, my view, kind of religious language, they're the gods of the earth. women and men who are really speaking up uh, for us and uh, just recently I had coffee with a person who's a professor in uh, New Zealand and his wife is in the government working uh, on on the environmental issue so I had the opportunity to ask her ask him, sorry, uh, about uh, uh, his prime minister and uh, uh, he spoke for a few minutes about her and his comment was she's authentic she's the real thing authentic,
1: yeah.
0: and, uh, and we need these we need these uh, voices we need to um, see what people are doing such as you know, giving the earth the same kind of human rights benefits yeah. that we give ourselves and give that to, to, uh, to animals and the initiatives of imaginative protest years ago I remember in Thailand having lived in the forest as a Buddhist monk in Thailand there and some 10, 20 years ago monks were ordaining trees and putting the robes around the trees to uh, in the first line of trees to stop the sawmills of sawing just things which are just out of the box but powerful and they touch people the much that we can do, and we need it because we need. We need. I think a key word at least for myself, and perhaps you too. Or words is inspiration, and and I need as a human being to know. Wow, there are people doing these things, and and you know, what can I do? What can what can we do? Uh, we need the, the the joy, and the wonder, and the appreciations uh, as well of the magic and the, uh, the wonder of life because that also gives renewal uh, there and with all of that and also the quiet capacity sometimes at home I might turn on the, 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 uh, uh, the, the BBC or, or uh, whatever which is not the best mirror for news anyway um, but after a minute or two I think I don't need to listen to this, hmm. this is, uh, I don't need to absorb even more of the suffering I just switch the thing off So, yes we are committed, yes we are concerned with the suffering, but we need the joy, the happiness, the inspiration and the steps that other people are taking to help give us some extra confidence. And there are some great people around who really, really are, some of them as we know, they're young and they're teenagers and they're they're old and they're pointing the, the, the fire hose at the authorities and much fun <laughs> I mean why not <laughs> I would like to do that
2: <laughs>
0: so but, uh, this, let's have a couple of minutes quiet period together and then I invite you to form some sort of groups
1: <coughs> hmm.
0: this period of time uh, an invitation uh, to, to form into groups perhaps uh, whatever. eight or nine people uh, there you move the chairs around whatever for about 20 minutes or so there's uh, an encouragement for uh, a theme uh, with the group and a couple of aspects uh, to this uh, one uh, are there any areas Of interest with regard to making a contribution to change, (coughs) personal change, family change, social change, work change, political change, the work uh, towards uh, uh, change. And the, the other is in terms of what currently you are doing or what steps you would like to make, understand, so it's <coughs> the exploration of change, what contribution currently are you making in this area, or is there any areas which you feel you would like to initiate or would like to join or to engage in, to give support, so that which you are doing and that which you, you could offer, you could connect with, those, those are the two areas it uh, mm. early clear? Mm. Marvellous. Mm. So uh, can I just leave you to form into some groups of uh, 8 to 10, just be short for 20 minutes, and then we'll have a 10 or 15 minute summary, and we'll finish till around 9 o'clock. Maybe
6: we'll give these people move the
0: chairs. Can you and sure. <laughs> and we can be
1: lazy.
0: Oh yes, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank
1: Very good.
0: Thank you. We're doing well. we're doing. <laughs> okay, lovely, well done.